1: Uh, make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. All right, we're back for another podcast. With me, I've got uh, Ryan Norwood. Hey there, Doll fans. I've got Louis Argoni.
0: Hey, Doll fans. And Daniel Reinhardt.
1: What up, Fin fans? lots of action the past couple of days guys oh
2: yeah yeah there is
1: roster cuts and uh players signed to the practice squad and uh a lot of interesting decisions the team made now uh, with the practice squad they they and some of these are rumored and not actually official but the names that we have are uh, wide receiver braylon sanders uh, offensive tackle larnell coleman uh, a cornerback from the Panthers, uh, Kalon Bar- Barner, who was the fastest player in the draft. He ran a 4.2340 and uh, at the Combine, and that was the second fastest time at the Combine since 2003. He's a burner. He is. Barner the burner. Linebacker, Cameron Good. Goody, goody. Safety, Verone McKinley. Edge, Porter Gustin. Running backs, Quandre White. And defensive back D'Angelo Ross was put on IR. So that's that's what we have from today.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple do you of guys those- want to go
1: over the cuts from yesterday. I mean, I think everybody probably knows who's been cut by now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we should.
3: I I'm glad to see a couple of those guys laying back on the squad, though. Uh, Braylon Sanders and Zaquandre White. I I wanted to to see what those guys had to offer, so I'm glad they're they're back with the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Another
1: note today that's interesting is is both uh, Preston Williams and Lynn Bowden Jr. cleared waivers, so they're free to sign with anybody they'd like,
0: including us. They if, can bring him back if they choose to. I don't
1: think Preston Williams going to want to come back here. He didn't get Definitely enough opportunities.
0: No. <laughs> no, I don't see him coming back. I mean, I was <laughs> I was speaking more so in regard to Bowden, Mike, but yep. um, yeah, I mean Coleman. You know, it's interesting. I guess they feel they have something in him because he did not impress me at all during the preseason. I mean, he did not have, you know, in game situations, he did not play very well.
1: Okay. Let's go through the roster. As, as everybody knows, they, they kept three quarterbacks. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater backing up to him and uh, Skylar Thompson made the squad, which uh, I'm pretty happy about. I, I thought the guy was outstanding in the preseason.
2: Yeah, you definitely don't find seventh round draft picks, you know, who can come in and and do what he did. But I think you're seeing a lot across the league. There's actually quite a few teams that have kept a third quarterback on the 53. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, with our quarterback situation, you know, we we know it's the biggest question one of the bigger question marks on the team. So, I mean, I think it makes sense. You got a guy that has shown you capability and you just never know. I mean, you have You know, you have an injury to Tua or to Bridgewater, and this guy, at some point, may have to step into action. He he proved that he was more than capable of doing that. So I love the fact that he's on the roster. It's the most important position on your football team. So why not? (laughs)
1: Daniel said, "I was," he said, "We're not in the business of being stupid."
0: (laughs) There you go. Right. (laughs) I like the other
1: part of
3: that quote even better. He said, uh, "If." You can go a long, what, long uh-huh. time in a lot of draft classes over a long period of time, and if you're holding your breath for a player out of the seventh round to play like he did in the preseason, you're going to pass out.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: that's just one of those things that you see what McDaniel's saying, and you know exactly why they kept him.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean, he also, his skill set also is a lot closer to Tua, so it's going to fit the offense a lot better than Teddy will. So, you know, if, if things go downhill quickly, throw the kid in, see what he can do.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: So they kept four running backs. I mean, uh, not too many people had both Gaskin and Ahmed uh, making the team, and they did.
0: They did. Um, You know, it's a surprise to me. Obviously, Gaskin outplayed uh, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, simple as that. I mean, Ahmed looked phenomenal. I mean, I you know I looking at him in the preseason, I thought he looked better than just about anybody in regard to running the football. Um, You know, he seemed. Faster than the guys around him on the football field. And um, he's been, he's done a decent job for us over the last couple of seasons. So, um, you know, I thought Gaskin was the odd man out, but, you know, he went <laughs> to give him all the credit in the world. He worked himself onto another roster, which is absolutely fantastic, you know, for him. Good for him. You know, yeah. I didn't see it. I definitely didn't see that.
3: Yeah. I think we all thought that Sony was going to make the team. You know, if you listen to the podcast, you know, we all thought he was going to make it. And Gaskin may have been the odd man out, but as the preseason progressed, and you watched them playing in those games, it was just clear that Gaskin had a little bit more.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so hard to gauge that, though, because, I mean, did Edmonds even carry the ball in the preseason? Twice last week. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I mean, so, you know, Daniel, it's, you know, not to, you know, uh, debate or anything, but you know, when it comes to playing time, because me and Mike talked about that, you know, a couple of times. And, you know, Mike said the same thing I'm telling you right now is that it's really hard to gauge, you know, what their thoughts are, because when it comes to the veteran players, sometimes they say, you know what, we know what you're doing. We know where you're going to be on this football team. And we just want to take a look at these guys that are battling for spots. So that's, that's the assumption I was under. Mm-hmm. Um when he did not play an awful lot during the preseason. But, you know, it's it's become obvious now that, you know, he in fact was down on the depth chart and, you know, they knew what they were getting with they him knew and
1: knew what they were getting. They saw him every day in practice.
0: Yep. So, um, you know, good for Gaskin. I mean, you know, and for Ahmed. You know, Ahmed, you know, yeah. he had he had, you know, he's he's been up against it as well. So, I mean, you know, I, I like I like the fact that both of those guys are you know, and now becoming veterans on this team, right? I mean, they've been around now three seasons to both of them. Yep.
3: And I was looking at it from a slightly different angle. I thought maybe they were trying to highlight Gaskin similar to they as they were with Bowdoin because right. they thought maybe they could get a late-round pick for him. But what ended up happening is Gaskin played really well. He showed that he could grasp
2: the system, and here he is. I will say, I, I, a couple of weeks ago, we did our uh, scouting reports. You yep. know, I I did say that Michelle was not going to make the team. I honestly I think you thought, did. yes, yeah. I I had Zaquandre White because you look at these four guys on the team. You know, they're kind of the same. They are styled okay. back. Yeah,
1: similar backs. Yep. Yeah,
2: so I figured we'd have at least one guy who can, you know, that one mm-hmm. yard. You know, run up the middle. I guess they're going to use Ingold for that, but mm-hmm. I kind of figured they'd keep a a heavier back
3: yeah and I'm glad that White came back to the practice squad because he did show some flashes in the preseason, mm-hmm. some things that I really liked, so yeah uh, when he was cut, I was a little sad, but now that he's back on the practice squad and he was one of the first cuts he may get one of his chances. he
0: was he was in the first round of the yeah. cuts, and um you know and not to not to uh, throw a a monkey wrench into your comments, but you did say he wasn't if we let him go, he wasn't going to stick. We wouldn't get him back
2: i honestly i didn't think you, i didn't think we would but no you're right
0: i thought the same thing i said this guy's gonna get snatched up yeah you know when we cut him and um you know i thought that they were gonna cut him just to give him maybe an opportunity elsewhere that early because mm-hmm. i didn't think he deserved to get cut that early and he did so um you know all the credit in the world to them. You know he looks like a solid player, and um, you know we've got some veterans that uh, could possibly go down, and you may see him on the roster sooner than later. And it could also be that you know he may
2: have gotten other teams offering him, but he just wanted to be here. Yep, very possible.
1: So Ryan, we've got five tight ends. Why? We do. Uh,
2: well, you tell me because I can't make <laughs> sense of it. <laughs>
0: I mean, you got Uh,
2: (laughs) Gasecki, Smythe, and Long. I think we all knew those three guys are going to be there, but I don't think any of us saw Seething Carter or –
0: Well, I I did say that. I said a couple of weeks ago that they're going to probably keep four tight ends. Absolutely. And I said Carter is probably the guy that may make it. But Mike, you know the answer to that question that you just posed to him because you know you, you've talked about that. So why don't you give him the answer?
1: Well, I th- I think that's the answer. I can't say that I know it, but I I think they're looking for some diversity, and you've got Kasiki who can play receiver. Uh, they also kept only five receivers, so you know you you put Kasiki in the receiver column, and uh, it make everything makes sense, right? Then then you've right. got four tight ends, and you've got six receivers, so. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's semantics here. You know, it's just a matter of where they're putting Kosicki. You know, he, he actually plays more receiver than he does tight end.
2: Yeah, but you got five receivers, essentially five running backs. If you throw gold in there, five tight ends, I think it might just be that this coach just has a lucky number. It could be. He well, might like the number five
3: additionally for those who don't know tanner connor played wide receiver at idaho state he was not a tight end Mm -hmm. he converted to tight end to have a chance at making a squad and here he is as a tight end for us but because him and gasicki are both uh willing to be out on the edges and in the slot and because mike mcdaniel is so inventive with the way that he runs his scheme you we may very well see those guys not even in line but out Wide right. and out in right. the slot, creating mismatches for
1: for our
2: quarterback. So what they
1: want to be able to do is run up to the line of scrimmage and confuse the defense. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, you could also stick Ethan Carter in as a fullback and have Alec Ingold as your heavy back.
3: Yeah, and Seaton, obviously, we know he's a hell of a special teamer, so mm-hmm. you got to have those guys. It's one of the reasons uh, that one of my guys uh, made it as one of the five receivers, I think, right? Yeah. You guys have uh, – he's my guy now? Trent oh, Shervin, yeah. Every Trent time Shurfield, I see yeah. his name,
1: I think of Daniel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just ripped the Landry off of my 14 jersey and write Sherfield on it. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> For sure. So what do you think of the receiver group? I like it.
3: I yeah. like it. I mean, we were really solid. We've got obviously two of the fastest receivers in the league. We paid Cedric. So, I mean, it was clear he was going to make the roster and he's been making some plays in the preseason as well. Easy E, no question he was going to make the roster. And then the other guy, it seemed natural to me from the very moment he was brought in, that he was going to be a role player. And we've seen him making plays in the preseason, too. He's uh, he's a dog, and he's where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be there. And you can't underestimate the value of that. So I, I like our five. I think we was talking a little bit before the podcast started. Maybe Lou was surprised that Craycraft didn't make it, uh, who also is a McDaniel guy from San Francisco. But, uh
1: yeah, I like the five. Yeah, he's he's been in the league since 2017, so he's he's not he's not an inexperienced player, you know. He's he's right. been on different practice squads, and uh, as you said, he was with uh, McDaniel for a short time.
0: You know, you have Sanders that we brought back as well on the practice squad. So right. you know, somebody goes down, you know, you feel pretty comfortable with a guy like that coming up from the practice squad yeah. and being part of the equation. But um, you know, boy, I'll tell you what, those those top four guys. Easy E as you call him, Daniel, is I mean, what what a great pickup he was. I mean, yeah. what a great draft pick. Um you know, he looks like he's going to be a player and he's gonna make plays for us in this season. There's no if, ands, well, and I buts think so about too. it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so too. You know, you're you're gonna see him making plays for this football team. And um, you know, there's maybe as early as week one, if Waddle is not at hundred and ten percent. You know, you're, you're going to probably see him on the field quite a bit um, in his place. So it, it's going to be quite interesting to see how the season unfolds. I mean, Hill is just outstanding, and Wilson's an extremely good football player as well. So it's a good group. No and problem. after
3: we lost Parker, we was wondering who was going to take that role, right? The guy on the outside who could win a jump ball, who can go up over his shoulder and catch a fade. He's, he's that guy. Yeah, he's in the yeah. same
1: old. Yep. Yep.
3: We've got Absolutely. everything that we need at the receiver position from the guy who can stretch the field, the crossing route guy, the sideline guy, and the and the role player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once
1: they drafted uh, Isakama, Preston Williams became expendable. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Exactly. I- I'm just surprised, and I was extremely surprised when they brought him back this year because. To me, he looked overweight last year, and he just, I don't know. I mean, there's always been a situation with him in regard to work ethic because he has the ability. Um, I think that his work ethic just isn't there, and this is what happens in the NFL when you don't work as hard as the guys around you. Um, You know, Craycraft, as you mentioned, uh just, you know, he, he looked fantastic, and that's a guy that you know is working hard, and that's why he had opportunities. I don't think Williams put in the same amount of time, you know, and I think it boils down to that. And that's why you see these guys come and go in the NFL all the time.
3: And we knew Preston was gone. uh, But when he fumbled that punt return in the final preseason game. That sealed it? uh, Sealed the
2: deal. Yeah. And you got to figure, you know, Preston is more of a big body jump ball. He's not going to get open type receiver. You look at the five guys we kept, you know, you got guys who are going to get open early and often and, Especially with Sherfield and Ezekama, you're seeing guys who can run nice, clean routes. And yep. Tua thrives with guys who get open early and guys who. Offense. Hit. You've got to yes. have
1: guys that run routes properly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Tua
2: can put the ball on, in a spot on the right time, but if the receiver's not there, it doesn't help us.
3: Yeah, Sherfield in particular, he's going to mm-hmm. be where he's supposed to be when he's
2: supposed to be there. <laughs>
3: Just saying. You're going to see it. <laughs> laugh laugh I, all you want, he's going to be I there. Agree. No,
2: I agree with you 100%, and I think you know that was the biggest thing. And even River Craycraft, we saw in preseason, he was the guy who was running good routes and – that's yes. a testament to Wes Welker. You know, that's what yes. he built a career on, and that's what he's coaching.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But, Daniel, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we see Sherfield, that means that one of the four guys that are in front of him, <laughs> keep in mind, you know, just th- those words, listen to me, the four guys in front of him on the depth chart, one of them or two of them are down, and we don't want that.
2: No. We don't it want It doesn't mean Sh- that they're down. That it does just means that they're getting him a breather, and- or it means Tariq Hill's playing in the backfield. Him Listen. and E, him and E are going to be
3: flip flopping that fourth receiver spot the whole season. <laughs> I'm just telling you, they are.
2: <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we yeah. got all five receivers on the field at one time with tariq Hill or Jalen Waddle lining up. You know, in the backfield. Killing and me. Yeah, You're killing I me thought here. this
0: team was a running game, a running <laughs> team. I mean, I, you guys are you guys are all over the place. I mean. This team likes to run the football. I mean, you're talking about four and five receiver sets. Well, I mean, if you Uh, hand the ball off
2: to Tyreek Hill or you run a reverse, that's still a run play.
0: Go ahead, Mike. (laughs)
2: Let's talk about the offensive line
1: because if we're going to do anything this season, these guys are going to be important. And uh, we kept eight, and that doesn't sound like a lot. Daniel, tell us about it.
3: It does not sound like a lot. And I think what we have found out is that the the Greg Little experiment, because we, we were quite kind of questioning that, right? Uh, it looks like he's locked in as our third tackle, which may very well surprise a lot of people. It kind of surprises me. Um, so he's, he's training over at at right guard now too, cross training at right guard or right tackle. Tackle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right tackle. Uh, so he's going to be the swing tackle. Uh, and he showed, he showed up pretty good in that last preseason game. So they like what they see. And, there was a, f- a few guys that that we let go that just didn't show up. You know, we already talked about Larnell Coleman, but Solomon Kenley as well. And mm. he's a guy mm-hmm. we had high hopes for, but Solomon's uh,
1: going to be a good player he somewhere. Is. He just was not a fit for this scheme.
3: That's no. the one we talked about it earlier in the offseason that he's just not the guy for this scheme because he's not going to get out and pull. So it is what it is, and uh, I, I do not hate the group that we have. Uh it's going to be interesting to see what happens if one of them goes
2: down.
1: Speaking of linemen, uh, did y'all hear about uh, Davis signing with the Steelers? Actually, he was he traded, traded to, the to, to the Steelers. Yeah, from Minnesota. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, the Vikings go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say Ryan? Steelers
2: Twitter posted a uh video of him and somebody burnt. was Yeah, somebody was like, "Oh, this is why the Dolphins fans made so many jokes." And I think it was one of the Dolphins, you know, well-established Dolphins Twitter. Pages, you know, told them that I hope you have a bunch of quarterbacks ready to go because you're going to be cycling through them.
0: <laughs> they, uh, the now Vikings, it all makes sense. The Vikings learned, <laughs> learned quickly what we already knew. <laughs> like, all we got to get rid all of this had to
1: do his ask.
3: We'd have told them,
0: <laughs> right? I mean, you know, it's, you know, geez. My friend, I mean,
3: my friend who's a Steelers fan reached out and said, Hey, we just signed a Dolphins t- tackle. I think he's the guy that let Tua get hurt. Now it all makes sense. I hadn't heard about that till right now.
0: Yes. And you know Agba's licking his chops because we played Steelers this year. He's like starting.
2: (laughs) Oh Yeah.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I mean that's woof. That might that
2: might be where Kenny Pickett starts.
0: Yeah. There's you know, there's go ahead.
1: Go
2: ahead, Mike.
1: Defensive lineman. We kept five. Raekwon Davis, John Jenkins, Emmanuel Ogba, Zach Sealer, and Christian Wilkins. Some people don't think that's enough. Yeah, not a lot of depth. Well, I, I think that the reason they went ahead and did that is because they have linebackers that can play on the line. Yeah,
2: They're you're going to have guys outside. Yep.
0: Interchangeable in parts. Andrew,
2: AVG, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, I think it's a really solid group. You know, I felt that the defensive tackle position, and, and you guys, I mean, if you go back the last couple of years, it seems like every season the big guys get hurt you know at one time or another, and I was surprised that Benito didn't you know that, that he didn't stick on this football team because you know as I mentioned, it seems like every year we lose you know the big defensive tackle he one got or snatched two up by the point. lions yeah yep. oh i I figured as much i didn't you know I didn't think he was going to be out there long, so I was a little bit surprised about that cut simply because. You know, as I mentioned in these past few years, you know, we've lost guys for significant time, you know, three, four games at a time. And um, you need those big bodies in there over the course of a game. You know, they rotate in and out. And, you know, to me, that was a surprise, but they're a solid group. You know, it goes to show you that, you know, the guys that are in front of him were were better than he is. And I think he's a very solid football player.
1: Well, you've got Davis and you've got Jenkins who can play nose tackle. Yep. Okay, so uh, linebackers, they kept nine, and we kind of just discussed that a little bit. Any surprises there, guys?
2: Trey Flowers, yeah, bringing him in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... What do you think of that move? Oh, another rotational piece, you know, kind of, I think him and Melvin Ingram are going to be in the same same thing where they're coming on, you know, giving Jalen Phillips, giving Emmanuel Ogba... AVG a breather. breathers, yep. and yeah, yep. these are veteran guys who have been there, done that at a high level. Absolutely love it.
1: Yep, and uh, he, you know, he's, he's happy with uh, being here. You know, he, he doesn't mind however they use him. He'll be happy to play, so that's good.
0: I think it's a good move, you know. Yeah. I, um, you know, the, the situation in regard to, um, you know, Van Genkel. The, the surprise to me was Iguavan. I mean, mm-hmm. this is another guy that, you know, we kind of, I think we yeah, all,
1: we, we, we wrote him off. Sure. We
0: yeah. all, we all pretty much wrote him off. I mean, Duke Riley, you know, at the linebacker position, we felt he would be on a team. I think that Aguavin may have, you know, he was somewhat fortunate because of the injuries to Scarlett and Munson, you know, yep. that those, mm-hmm. those definite, those injuries, uh, and Hodge as well, Yeah, you know, all, all those linebackers, those young linebackers got hurt. So I think he was a benefactor of that. I think if um you know even one of, one of those guys was healthy he may not have made this football team. But you know, you got a veteran guy there and um He sure does play
1: good in the preseason though.
0: <laughs> he does. There's no question about it. He he truly does. And I mean, you know, he's done an adequate job Mike when called upon in games as well. Um You know, defense was solid down the stretch, and I know he did get some playing time on a few given weeks last week. You know, when the defense started playing good football. So,
3: so is this his third regime as well? Didn't he come in when we had uh, the Taco Eyes Adam Gase? Uh, I believe that this is his third regime. So so you know what you get from him. He's a grinder. You know, he's uh, he plays really hard. He's kind of the spirit of the player that you want even if he doesn't have the most talent in the world. I don't hate that we, we was able to keep him, or that we did keep him, but I, I, I'm with you, Lou. It, he would not have been on the roster if it wasn't for some injuries.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's the way it goes. Yep. Opportunity, right? Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm looking at this depth chart. There's a guy missing who I think made the team. That will be uh, Channing Tindall. Absolutely. So that's another guy who I think is going to play in, ahead of egwavon
1: Yeah, absolutely. The wait is almost over and a new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility
2: restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Um, Yeah, you know, another guy to consider also is uh, our rookie draft pick, Channing Tindall, who... I think he's going to play ahead of Eguavon. So I think Egwon's more on this roster as a special teamer than, you know, actually playing on the defense. Yeah. The mystery is how much will Tyndall play? Uh, Based on the preseason, based on everything we've seen, he's looked really good. Um, I mean, I don't think he's going to come in over, you know, Elandon Roberts just yet, but I think he's going to be on the Javon Holland trajectory and, you know, mid-season he's going to take over. Yeah. Look That'd forward nice. to that, yeah.
0: I mean, no, we definitely want, you know, that young blood. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we definitely want that. I mean, we know what Roberts brings to the table. I mean, mm-hmm. you got a guy that, you know, can bring it to another level. We definitely want that. I mean, you know, we, we <laughs> boy, I would love to see that. I mean, I hope you're right in that situation.
2: I, mean, I just hope he can cover tight ends. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> I mean, we still have Eric Rowe, too, for that. Yeah.
3: Tyndall did mm-hmm. play well. He he looked good. Mm-hmm. He was he was playing late in those games, so he was getting those, uh, those experienced snaps that he really needed. I, yeah. I'm he's definitely going to be a rotational piece. But if he comes in and shows out, he's going to get the
2: snaps. So I mean, if if you you put uh Melvin Ingram, Channing Tyndall, Jerome Baker, and Jalen Phillips on the field as a linebacking core, that's not too bad. No, it's not.
0: No, you, I mean, look Look at, okay, before we get into the secondary, I mean, as you look at these, these players that we've discussed at all the positions on defense up to this point, there's interchangeable parts, and there's a mm-hmm. lot of good ones here. You got a couple of really solid veterans in Ingram and Flowers, who we already discussed, and you've got, you know, somewhat young guys in Riley, uh, you know, young guy in Riley, and then you've got you know, Tyndale. You know, you've got you've got a real nice mixture of guys that you can just interchange at different positions according to different situations. Um, you know, Phillips and the linemen and all of these guys you can move around across the defensive line. There's yep. a lot of versatility. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah. You gotta love it. You you absolutely have to love the you know the the, the group of guys we have up front
3: one of the things that we didn't talk about with flowers that they, they have not made a move in the defensive backfield. Right. But they are bringing a guy like Trey flowers in to play some, some, uh, a role on the team. And hopefully guys like him and Ingram can get to the quarterback fast enough to, (laughs) to really kind of not let our potential cornerback problem get exposed.
1: Well, exactly. We're, we're getting into with that cornerback problem. Um obviously yeah. Byron Jones is is uh, going to be out for 4 weeks. So, you know, we've got some at least two difficult teams to uh, match up against anyway and um Buffalo and the Bengals. I think the Bengals have what's considered the best receiving group in the league.
0: Mhm. As so, a whole, yep.
1: Yeah. So, uh you know, we're going to miss him. You know who do you, who do you think is going to fill in? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, Needham is going to is probably going to start in in place of Jones. But behind him, who do you think will be the nickelback Probably Igbo
2: at this point. Looking I'm going to tell you this:
3: I'm gonna, if we go into that Buffalo game and Noah is covering Stephon Diggs, I'm going to freak out talked about it a bunch of times on the podcast when he covered digs up in buffalo and was just crossing route
1: after crossing route Yeah, no i don't mm-hmm. i don't see that happening i'm I think gonna it's freak gonna out one of the two younger guys
3: that's the last time we was missing byron jones and it was not a good showing so i have a feeling that it's going to be kahoo i just have a feeling that it's going to be kahoo he's played really well he's undrafted so he doesn't have a lot of high uh High quality snaps, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't play against high quality, or like the like the big conference in his in his right.
1: college days. I think it's Kahoot or it's Crossin, one of the two.
0: Yeah, Crossin didn't play bad, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's going to be interesting because if in fact Crossin is our nickelback, then you know igbinogne is on here simply because you know we we had injuries i mean trill williams that injury was brutal to that our that was to yeah. our alexander. i mean yeah yeah. Ex- yeah i mean you know the thing about alexander is is that you know the reports that we got were
1: it wasn't that good
0: he, he yeah i mean both of my brothers are viking fans and basically what they said was he stinks i mean well, those were their Both of them. I mean, I spoke to them at different times. It wasn't like we were on the phone together. I mean, obviously he was available because he was not a top
2: corner, but he was a young guy who, you know, in the right system, you know, potentially. But I think signing Mackenzie Alexander is kind of a clue that this staff is not happy with what they have. And I honestly think we're going to end up bringing another guy in, keeping uh, Needham in the slot. There isn't a lot out there. Well, if you there isn't, there isn't but Joe Hayden is still out there, and he has made known that he wants the he opportunity wants to, to start. Starter. He
3: wants to be yeah. a starter. If he you does. listen to Chris Greer, uh, he come out with a statement or uh, during conversation or whatever, he said, "Right now, mm-hmm. we're happy with the guys we have right now and aren't looking right now." That words is right G-
2: now. GM <laughs> talk.
3: 101. he said it yes. three times in one yep. sentence, which tells me uh, that he's lying. <laughs> no, he wasn't lying. At that moment, he
1: was okay, you know. But five minutes later, he's going to be looking.
0: <laughs> Listen, absolutely. If somebody, if somebody that they feel is a better is a better player than what they have on on this roster right now, any one of them. I mean, you know, you can go down the list, Kahoo, whatever the case may be. um They're they're going to bring them in. There's no doubt about it. I mean, because goodness, if if Needham or X-Men go down you're you're in a world of shit i mean you know there's just not a lot of depth there and um you know it's unfortunate but um if Needham's healthy i have confidence in the guy i really do Absolutely. i think i think he can do a, a a decent enough job to where you know he's not he's not going to hurt us over the top he's just not i mean you know it's going to be a situation where he's not as good as Jones but he's more than he's more than he's more than adequate at that position and as somebody mentioned i think it was daniel if up front does their job you can kind of cover that that up you can you can honestly cuz you know x man's going to cover his man man to man and you know with the guys that we have up front the safety can cheat over to that that opposite side a little bit more than normal you know it's not going to be the man to man lockdown that we're used to we're going to take a safety out of the situation but i think they can get very creative and if they don't have to send those safeties on blitzes um as often as they did last year they get enough pressure with the guys up front then that safety can can help on right. uh, on that other opposite side corner so it may not hurt us as much as people think it's going to, but the depth situation is definitely an issue if somebody else goes down. Madison then we're in a world s- of shit.
3: Madison and Sertan have their work cut out for them. They do. You Maybe that. one of
0: those guys can suit up for us because... Um, <laughs>
2: I don't see him on the depth chart.
0: What's that?
3: I'm looking at the depth chart right now. I don't see him.
2: No, but mm-hmm. somebody I do see is Eric Rowe in that safety, and he's got experience playing corner as well so if we needed to shift him down to that nickel that's a possibility as well it could could happen
0: happen. and or you can have Tyndale do it right
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd rather use Tyreek Hill
0: Uh, yeah right there you go use Tyreek I mean you know the 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 Patriots used to do it with one of their receivers they had him playing like a nickel
2: Gronkowski Mm -hmm. did not have the angle No, not Kronkowski. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Not
0: Kronkowski. That was the best thing I ever saw him falling on his- Oh,
2: that was classic.
0: Falling on his goofy face, trying to chase down our boy. Anyway, um, I'm trying to think of who it was. I cannot think of the receivers. Oh, Troy, um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he was playing corner quite a bit as a veteran. For the Patriots. You know, he was uh he was Yeah, I good. was only
1: kidding about Hill. You're not gonna put him out
0: there. No, of course not. <laughs> <Am> I, <laughs> I don't want I don't God, want I people taking me seriously. <laughs> no, That's yeah, no, funny. I get it. I get it. I, I would hope that Trent Sherfield
1: you know. will do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet he wouldn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just criminal. for you, Daniel.
0: My That's, God. No. If one of you guys so don't safety, buy me a
3: Sherfield jersey this year, I'm gonna be very disappointed.
0: Why do we have to buy you it? You should have already had it with the way you talk about that guy.
3: Really? because it would be a great <laughs> gift
1: you don't give your friends gifts
3: all right safeties huh. go ahead mike. Lou, or mike
1: let's talk about safeties i love this group i think i think it, that's a phenomenal group of safeties
0: well was, they're good yeah. for phenomenal mike you got fedulin back there i was just gonna no, say he's, that not. Surprised he's, me.
1: he's on special teams
0: yeah but he's listed as a safety yep I <laughs> gotta put him somewhere <laughs> All right, so Campbell, Mike, you like a lot. I do. Okay.
1: He had a couple of interceptions in the preseason. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. yep. Very solid football player. I agree. Two starters are fantastic. I mean, yep. but you were Mike. For you to make the reason I said phenomenal is because you said, uh, I think last week or the week prior that Brandon Jones, Brandon was Jones, our is the weak link.
1: Yes. Right. In so, the secondary, but now with Jones out, that that might change things.
0: If Brandon
2: Jones is your weak link, then you've got me- much bigger problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm just saying that I think that they're a very solid group. I think Holland is the key here. You know, mm-hmm. um, he plays up to expectations. At, you know, as a Pro Bowl player, then you're you're looking at a very very strong secondary. And I l- I love Brandon Jones, Mike. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think he's a very have solid Pro no Bowl player. I do. I love him. I love him. <laughs> Brandon, I love you. Just so you know, if you're listening out there, I love you,
3: Lou. If you don't buy me a Brandon Jones jersey this year, I'm
0: going to be very <laughs> disappointed. No, 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 no. You're supposed to buy me the mm. Brandon Jones I jersey. If I'm buying you a Sherfield jersey, hey, there's you the, guys the white. We'll swap FG.
1: jerseys and be but done with it. <laughs>
0: Eric Rowe, Eric Rowe is is an extremely solid football player yeah. as well. And mm-hmm. as you mentioned, Mike Campbell's very good too. It's a good group. I yeah. I do love them. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they're a good group. They're a good solid four. And um you know, again, you know, with, with our starting corner out, these guys are going to make gonna up for They're going to be tested. They're going to, yep. well, they're going to make up for it. I, I'm, I, I have all the confidence in the world in these guys to, you know, to help out in that secondary. You don't all play
3: right. winning football without guys like Eric Rowe. And he's showed his ability and the, the, the fact that he can play good football for a number of years for us. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a guy that you got to love.
0: Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely.
2: You got a lot of versatility. On this team a lot of guys that can play multiple pieces and be in different spots different plays you know mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's speed really nice. and versatility
0: yeah yep absolutely and how about not to cut you guys off because i think we've you know we've talked about everything but other than sand how about sanders well, well i, I mean, was going
1: there we got sanders we got morstead and we got uh blake ferguson the, the three special teams guys
0: mm-hmm. right yeah um they're all great i mm-hmm. mean they are.
1: You got to feel comfortable with them back there. I mean, Sanders obviously had a down year last year, but uh, it's a new year, and I think he's going to do fine.
0: 50 Except yarders. for a
3: 57 yard field goal at the end of the second game, right? He was perfect. Can't yeah. hit them all. Yeah. And what, did, and he I hit, mean, did he hit the upright? He on hit that the moment? upright. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> you know, and if he you had you're more miss, he had distance. plenty of distance. <laughs> he, that he did. That would have went through from 67 yards. Yeah, out. his he's leg is a, looking
2: mm-hmm. really strong. Yeah, yeah it strong. is. And I've, I've made mention before in previous podcasts, you know, having the right holder in place makes all the difference. Thomas yeah. Morstead's that guy.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you yeah. want a Morstead jersey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah go, oh, go ahead and send uh, me a yes. Thomas Morstead jersey. Okay, He's twice
3: it. your age, Ryan.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. All right. Hey, the old man
2: on the team.
1: <laughs> so... Anybody have anything they want to add as far as the roster is concerned?
0: What would you guys think of Dokes, you know, the situation with him? Because, I mean, he had a decent game, didn't he? Well, he was the one,
2: you know, going back to, I said, I thought we would keep a bigger bodied back. Yes. Right. And after that last game, I thought he kind of made that argument for himself. And yes. I was surprised.
0: I was too. You know, I, I mean, I thought for sure they did. Well, they may bring him back on the practice squad. But since they already brought back White, I just, you know, how many, Mike, how many guys did you say are now on the practice squad? Well, I,
1: I'll tell you in a second.
0: How many are they able to bring 16. back? They can put
1: 16 on That's the practice crazy.
0: squad. Crazy. Absolutely. And crazy. they have,
1: if, the, if all of these are accurate, there is eight.
0: There's eight. So we're yeah. halfway there. So there yep. is a possibility if they wanted mm-hmm. to, to bring back Dokes, you know. Um, but uh, wow. 16 guys. I mean, it was. It was a. It was a way back when they started that. There was only five or six, right? Yeah, it
1: was six, I think.
0: I mean, just unbelievable.
3: And I think they they brought that number up, and they also now you can have some veterans. Yeah, yeah.
0: they've
1: they've they made the rules a little bit different, right? Uh, I can't remember
3: for, the number of veterans, but there are uh, I don't know four or five guys. That, two, two, I think. Two is that the from fourteen yeah. to sixteen and two yeah. vets,
1: and. Uh, like I said, there's different stipulations. They they ha- it's all based on accrued seasons, so yeah. Yeah. they have a different formula, which I don't have in front of me. But uh, they can put 16 people on there. They can protect four each week,
2: and I think you can only be protected twice.
0: If that's yeah.
1: They sh- right, you can't protect a player more than two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, huh? So it's interesting.
1: Well, they're, they're obviously trying to force you not to stash anybody there. You know it. If you want him on the roster, he needs to be on the roster. Yep. Any other thoughts on the, on the roster?
2: I think we still got some moves coming. I don't think this 53, obviously, is going to be the final 53. Yeah, it's fluid. Yeah. It's fluid. We're probably going to you know, go down from five tight ends to four, maybe pick up another defensive back or something. Yeah, well, if they
1: can find a defensive back, I would think. If they could find an offensive tackle, I would yeah. think. They sound happy with Little, but who knows?
3: There's also talk that maybe Tanner Connor ends up going to i r he He's been banged up a little bit, mm-hmm. so that's Passage still a move that may end up happening and and for anybody who's not aware now that the fifty three has been made, a player can go to I r and come back after four weeks so yep uh, so that's a possibility to look at specifically if we can get one of those veteran defensive backs to come in
0: yeah, you know. It, if you you know, we talked about the versatility on the defense, and you know, Mike, you just mentioned the offensive line. Uh, you know, there's versatility there as well. I mean, Dieters played the guard center position, Robert Jones has played the guard tackle position, same with Austin Jackson, the <laughs> same with Eichenberg. I mean, these guys have played. They're position- all cross-trained, <laughs> right? And that's probably why they, you know, they went with the eight. You know, they've got three backups there that are all capable of, you know, basically stepping in anywhere across that line of scrimmage. So, you know, it's you know, it's it's a solid eight. You know, I I don't mind the guys that are on the roster. And you've got
1: Coleman on the practice squad,
0: and you got Coleman on the practice squad. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we just hopefully talked stays about,
3: there. uh, you just talked about the guy whose Jersey I'm buying you. You giggled when you said Austin Jackson. So you sealed the deal. <laughs> there is one final note that I'd like to make though. And, and as a guy that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Kellen Deesh, uh, really kind he of expected signed. to him for him to make the roster. Um, and when he didn't, he, uh, he, it looks like he's joining the, the bears. bears so, yep. uh, shocks the dolphins and joins the bears.
2: And I'm not sure if you guys have seen this or not, but considering the ties that we have to the 49ers, running back Trey Sermon has been released. He is a six foot, 215 pounds. So, no thank you. Wow, wow! How about that? Hey, 4.1 yards per attempt. Little fire
0: plug. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you know, they had high, they had high hopes for him. They had very
2: high hopes for him, and yeah, he's just not a very good football player.
0: You see the guys that got cut, you know, ex-Dolphins, Albert Wilson, gone. Yep. Isaiah yep. Ford, gone. Yep. I That's mean, not these a surprise. Guys, no, but, I mean, these are guys that were on our roster all they turned year, over so the whole
1: receiver core. It,
0: yeah. Yep. It goes to show you, you know, the fact that, you know, we had guys on our roster last year that, you know, just, you know, weren't even capable of making other teams even as the 4th or 5th or 6th receivers. So – you know it—it it, it shows you that you know we've come a long way. And, yeah, is you know, the
1: guy you won't name still out there?
0: I don't know where he is. Where is he, guys? Who's that? I don't, who's that? Oh boy, you guys don't <laughs> listen to shows, do you, Mike? You mention his name because I'm not going to. Will Fuller. Will Fuller is
3: still a free agent. I just thought maybe we could get you to say it. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching Will Fuller.
0: Yeah, no, 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 not not to bring him in, but Mike just asked about where he was. Yeah, I I don't. I wondered
1: if he was signed. That's all. No, I
0: didn't. I didn't think he was. I haven't heard anything about him, so I think everybody's staying away from him. I mean, another guy who you know had all all the talent in the world, and you know he doesn't have a home. Crazy.
3: There was some talk earlier this offseason about him joining the Packers, but I just don't see it happening.
0: Well, at this point, (laughs) you know what it's it's you know by the time they get him in and get him. You know rolling on Acclimated the, same page the with every, offense yeah exactly. I mean it's you know they they would have already done it if they were going to uh, you know unless they at you know team has a bunch of injuries like see exactly. it happening at this point he That's doesn't have a home will
2: he doesn't have a home, but you know who does who's that fan favorite former dolphin Patrick Laird
0: yeah, how about that Tampa right yep, fantastic, good for him, mm-hmm. yep, you know hard worker. I mean, you know, a guy that, you know, just like Gaskin and Ahmed, you know, they had those type of players. You got to right. love these mm-hmm. guys. You yep. really do. You know, they're they just out there busting hump every single day.
3: Yeah, I always called him Laird Force One. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, We were going to do a segment, uh, and I'll bet that neither one of you guys have a topic. Lou?
0: Lou? Lou what? I haven't heard any topic in regard to what? The last word.
3: I've got a last word for you. Go
0: ahead, Daniel. And football related
3: football, Miami Dolphins related. And it has okay. to do with
0: our defensive
3: backs. And Chris Greer said, uh, right now three times in a statement, uh, just either last night or this morning about feeling comfortable about the group that we have back there. And okay. we've talked a little bit about it on the podcast. There is some, uh, some players back there who can do many things, but we, we have a first round pick in Noah Benogany that we cannot trust. We have to bring somebody in and get them on this roster and acclimated to Josh Boyer's system. We got to get them working with Madison and Sertan. We got to get somebody acclimated to the system and get them playing. Uh, what we have back there right now, I'm just not sure is good enough. So Greer, right now is the time to go get somebody and bring them onto the 53. That's the final word.
0: Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That. I mean. Mike, is that a yep? Is that okay that was for you? A yep. Last word? Okay.
1: Yeah, it was a yep. It's gonna be hard to find a qualified corner out there that, that, you know, is just sitting around waiting for us to call him, but if Greer can find
2: one, he should definitely try. Hey, he's he's got the track record to find in these guys.
0: Right. I I mean, listen, in our with our defense, okay, and with, with what Jones does is he goes out there man to man. So yep. If you want to bring in a Hayden and you put him out there man-to-man, fine, do it. I mean, I don't think it's a situation where he's going to actually have to sit there and say, hey, you know, you got to know what we're doing out there. You just throw him on that guy on the right side and right, let him cover him. him down the field. <laughs> yeah. You got him. That's it. And if he's better than Needham at doing that and better than at, in the nickel at the nickel position or whoever winds up there, fantastic but as mike mentioned i just don't know if that guy exists out there i just don't know
3: well i'm not sure you guys know how last words work but last (laughs) words come last
1: (laughs) exactly so
3: i'm going to end it with go sign chris harris jr he's still out there he's a hell of a man-to-man cornerback so and and that who my who was it chris harris jr
0: Oh, Chris, Chris Harris, Harris yeah. Jr. Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: from the Broncos, Broncos and Chargers.
0: Um, Daniel, before you sign off,
1: otherwise known as the Broncos, ask
0: <laughs> the yourself, Bronkers,
3: yeah, da- yeah.
0: Daniel, before you you, you sign off with your last word, um, ask yourself why he's still out there.
3: Well, probably because he wants too much money, but. If he wants right. to play football, uh, now's the time. I mean, he even got a guy like A.J. Bowie still out there too, so there's True. guys out there that you can bring in to play uh, that are upgrades over a, a guy like Noah. I'm, just, I'm sorry, it's just uh, I, I'm going to be very disappointed in in Noah's play and, and I'm not looking forward to it, so
1: hmm Well,
2: Noah did have a pass breakup last week.
1: So, he did. you know he did Maybe he's getting clap better golf clap
3: yeah he
2: also he also got burned several times (laughs) where he was very clearly out of position yeah (laughs) he also drank some gatorade on the
1: sidelines it's Mm -hmm. definitely a struggle yeah Yeah. it's definitely a struggle i I hope the light goes on but you're if you're this
2: far in you got a new coaching essentially a new coaching staff you know at at some point you got to cut your losses well he's still on the roster listen
0: he he's not he's not As of right now, if we look at it, he's not starting, right? We have another guy at the right tackle position that is starting. uh And I think that's even a bigger concern. And that's, you know, a guy who was in the same draft. Your last word next week, Lewis. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) There you go. All right. Another 52 weeks. We'll need a new roster. That's another last word. Uh huh. Okay, got it. We can't have two last words, can we? No, I? it wouldn't be right. Can we have a second to last word? Ooh, that's an idea.
3: <laughs> well, this segment right. is really going to take off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not after this week, it won't. <laughs> this All right, debacle, guys. All right.
1: Thanks for joining me tonight. I hope you had a good time.
0: Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. And, yep. uh,
1: thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it as well. And we'll be back next week to take a look at the Patriots.